Well, guys, we have a real treat this morning here. We've got one of my good friends for over 20 years. Uh, this man is a faithful brother. He's a faithful friend. Um, he leads a ministry on the west side of Grand Rapids that's called Acts uh, Gospel Outreach. It's called The Miracle on 12th Street. They're right on the corner of Tamarack and 12th, but they're changing the community on the west side. Um, this man has a heart of a father, a heart of a grandfather, and uh, he just is doing a great job, he and his wife Diane. But uh, please welcome Pastor Moses Alexander as he comes this morning. Amen. When I say amen, you say amen. amen. <laughs> I want to make sure I'm in the right place. Well, it's good to be here. It's always good to come to Resurrection Life. This is where I started off at when I came to Grand Rapids. I'm from New Jersey. And I thank God for Pastor Dwayne. Uh, just accept me into the, the house of God and then helped me as I left going to set up Acts Gospel. So it's good to be here. And I think Tom just gave me too much because I don't have that much. Okay. This kind of crowd we got. Okay. <laughs> Amen. So I'm going to talk just a little bit. And I thank God for my good friend, Mike Cooley. How I many you know you need friends in ministry? I mean, we need men in life. Amen. I thank God for Brother Norm back there. And all these guys put something into me. Amen. You know, if you don't put nothing into nobody, how many know you don't get nothing back? And so this morning I want to talk about generosity. I'm preaching to the choir because I know Pastor Dwayne, you know, we give every Sunday and all of that. But I'm just wanting to freshen up uh, myself. And so I talk about things that I need and I preach it to people, but I really need it. Amen? Amen. So here's, here, here, here's, as Christians, the Bible is clear throughout its pages that we are called to give generously. Even in the book of Exodus chapter 35, we see the Israelites all generously given the material time to build the tabernacle. If any of those people decided to withhold the materials they owned or the skills they had, the tabernacle wouldn't have come together. Amen. And so it's sort of saying that we can't withhold what we got. We, uh, the Bible calls us to, to give, not only give, but give freely. How I many of you know the Bible says that whatever we give, God will give it back? Anybody believe that? I mean, I, I mean have you actually tested that? Amen. <laughs> because that's how you know it's real. Is when you, when, you, when, you, when you try it. Amen. You know, the Bible says in Malachi, it says, test me now and see. Now, this is God all by himself. He don't need to have me to test him because he's already been proven that he is God. He died for my sins. So it's a reality that God is a giver. Uh, and that's our model. Nobody else is our model in giving. We ought to focus on what God did, and then we want to emulate what God done by doing it through us, that the people around us, amen, somebody, 
you know, as we mentoring men and doing all that stuff, we need to be an example because the, uh, the world has heard us talk enough about how good God is. What people are looking for now is the demonstration and the power of the Holy Spirit that's inside of us so that they might want to come and ask one day, what must I do to be saved? Because this is what it's all about, people coming to know Jesus Christ as Lord. And so as we demonstrate the heart of God to the people uh, that God has placed around us, uh, and they'll see that, that there is a God that is generously, and he don't mind giving, because what we give, it'll always come back to us. Anybody ever tried that one? Y'all still sleep? <laughs> Amen. The, it, it's clear, and, and the Bible said God is a man that he cannot lie. He cannot lie. So if God said it, uh, it doesn't matter if you believe it. One time they had to say, if God said it, I believe it, that settled it. Take you out of it. If God said it, it will come to pass. Amen, somebody. So he said, he, he said the examples have been given, and, and look at Israel, the, 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 uh, uh, the, the, the Israelites, how they gave. And the temple was manifest because they not only gave their gifts of money, but they gave their time and their talent. How many of you know the church needs your time and talent? There's always something to do. And the excuse that of I've never done it before, it don't work no more. We're in a time where we have to just step out on faith. Amen. And you'll never know if you can do it until you step out. You'll never do it from the confounds of your living room or on your job talking about how good God is and not doing and demonstrating that he is really good. Amen. And so it, it, it says that uh, uh, in, the, in the New Testament, I just talked about Malachi. This is the one thing that God says that we can test him in. I don't know about you, but that's a challenge. <laughs> you, you ever had a challenge and, 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 and God said, now, watch how bad I is. Try me. <laughs> any, 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 anybody just wanted to demonstrate who they were by whatever you've done and, you know, just give me a shot and see if I can't do what I say. That's all God wants to do is get something back to us. A lot of people... Uh, you know, I come from the neighborhood downtown. I work with a lot of drug addicts and prostitutes and homeless people and all of that crew. Uh, and and, and they're not used to trying God. So I have the challenge uh, to demonstrate by my giving so that they will see that God will never leave you on the corner. That's right. Amen. And so uh, and when people have never seen the power of God, what an awesome opportunity is for us to show and demonstrate the power of God. Wouldn't it be something that when the books open up, your name would come up and say, yeah, I remember God saying, I remember this brother. I remember that brother because they stepped out on faith and tried me. And God just don't, like I said, don't want just your money. He want your, 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 your the fruit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, the fruit of the spirit in Galatians, right? You know that, right? He, he generously gave it to us so I can be kind to people because God was so kind to me. He stopped and checked on me when everybody else passed me by. And so how dare I pass the corner because the guy is on the corner begging for money and I've already written his story. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, come on. Come on. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm called to help. That's what I'm called to do. I'm not called to write the script because it's already written and he didn't call me up and consult with me about what I thought about what he said 
And I think I'm a bright guy. Come on, somebody. And he didn't even bother consulting with me. He just writ the, wrote the script and said, follow it. And that's what we ought to do, follow the script that God has written and then do what he demonstrated to us when he sent his only begotten son. Imagine that. He loved you and I so much. And he did it through demonstration. He already shown us love. And now he want me to take it and pass it off to other people. Amen. <laughs> and so when, 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 when I received something from God, he didn't give it to me for me. He gave it to me for somebody else. Amen. So all you got that you think is yours is not yours. He gave it to you for me. Come on, say amen, somebody. He filled you up so that you can come along and help a brother uh, that, that need help. And he's given us enough to give back. Stop sitting on that stuff. Stop sitting on it. Stop sitting on your gifts and talents. Stop sitting on them. Stop thinking that they ain't all of that. They are all of that. Amen. Amen. Anybody married in here? You can practice on your wife. That is an idea right there. Because <laughs> I found out if I practice at home, when I get out, I wouldn't look really that uh, crazy. Amen. Uh, and, so, and so God has given us homes with children, and he said, practice on them. But I found out we don't take the time to practice on them. And then we get into the church and we don't know how to act because we have not did work at home. Amen. Okay. And so, in everything God did, he showed that it was hard work. Because it's not easy to love people. I know people I, I just don't like. Don't tell nobody I said that, all right? I'm a man of God. Amen. <laughs> you know how we try to cover stuff up? <laughs> I just know people I don't like. But God didn't call me to see if I like Randy or not. He put Randy in my life for a purpose and a reason. Come on, say amen, somebody. Amen. And I have to discover what that is. I can't be standoffish because we ain't never hooked up and we ain't never done nothing together. And he's different than me. Amen, preacher. <laughs> Amen. And so, so, so he, he wants us to stop talking so much and demonstrate. You know, there, there's something for you to put your hands to. There's somebody you know. There's somebody you know need the love of God. And I'm going to go so far as to say in your family. Amen. And so uh, enough with the, you know, I, you know, and whatever excuses you got, enough of that. Get over that. Because it'll hinder you from going forth and being the man that God created you to be. And God created me to be great. And so I can't be hung up on the foolish things of the world. I have to get into the word and find out what is God saying about me. Because I don't want to get left behind. Y'all know the movie, Left Behind? There's going to be some men left behind because we refuse to change. 
I'm 67. And so I came back way back there. And so I came up, you had to be hard, you had to be, you know, you had to be fit for the challenge and you couldn't, you couldn't, you know, cry and you couldn't do none of that stuff. Amen. And so when I got saved, you know, the, to let my emotions go, that was work. Because I've been groomed to be hardcore. And no, I'm the only one 67 in here? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking I'm talking to a bunch of millennials. Come on, say amen, somebody. <laughs> I'm talking to baby boomers. Y'all feel me, right? <laughs> and so, so the task at hand is that we get over ourselves so that we can be what God designed us to be. Anybody else born to be great? Yes. Just born to win. Born to reign with the king. Come on, somebody. And so that means I got to get rid of myself if I want to move forward. My stubbornness, my hardness, and all that attitude stuff, it had to go. Because it will hinder you from being all God called you to be. Believe that. Amen. Sometimes we just got to break down. Sometimes I just have to break down and tell my wife, you were right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they'd be so right, you know, and, you know, and I'm so wrong, and I just don't want to admit it. Nobody but me? Okay. 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 Amen. And so the Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive. God... I learned this here at Resurrection Life Church. They said, I forget the guy's name. He said, I'm blessed to be a blessing. That was a hard concept for me. I couldn't figure that out. It's simple, isn't it? But I'm, God blessed me not because I needed to be blessed, so that I bless somebody else. That's why God blessed you. That's why you got up this morning. That's why you're in your right mind. That's why you were able to put your clothes on yourself and feed yourself. Because God blessed you to get up this morning because he wants you to be a blessing. He, he, didn't, he designed none of us to be a hindrance. None of us. He designed each and every person in this room and throughout the kingdom, he designed us to be a blessing and not hinder the gospel. And every time I start putting me in the game, I'm hindering the gospel. I'm stopping God's flow. And God said, I want to use you. I want to go through you. I don't want to go around you because God can go around you. You know what I found out, Pastor? He really don't need me. That blows my mind. I had to get with the program. <laughs> you, know, you know, regardless of what I think about myself, God really don't need me to get this message to the people that he has designed for it to go through. He don't need me. I just yield myself. He said, okay, I'll use you for this time. But we got to get out of the way so that, the, so, that the, so that our families can flourish, that our children can be blessed, our grandchildren. We got to get out of the way. We have to put some of them traditions in. A, throw them out the window. I was going to say put them in your back pocket, but you'll go for them again. <laughs> throw them out the window. You don't need them. Amen. Because you were taught them by man. And I'm not saying nothing about your traditions of family. I'm saying they're different than God's. Amen. And 
It says, do not forget to do and to share with others for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. So every time I'm generous to somebody, God is pleased with me. He's li he likes me. Glory to God. I, I mean, you know, it's better to be on the team than to be off the team. And so if I'm demonstrating the love of God and, uh, and doing it, something going to open up for me. I just believe that. I just believe that if I do good for you, God's going to open up something for me so that I can do more, not just so that I can have and, you know, and talk and, you know, and, you know, you know how some guys, especially, you know how we like to talk about all the stuff we got? Ain't giving none of the stuff to nobody? Somebody drop a pen. <laughs> because we like to let people know everything we got, but we ain't doing nothing for nobody. The Bible says God is pleased when we demonstrate his love. Giving. Taking time out. How many of you know your time is important? So when you take time out to get up and come here to reload, I'm hoping you're just not coming for because it's something to do and have breakfast. I'm hoping you're coming that you will look over the crew. Who can I help? How can I be a blessing to? And we can see. Sometimes we pretend that we can. But we can see where the need is. Where somebody just needs to have somebody soak some of them into them. We can see that. But sometimes, and I'm guilty of this myself, I'll just, I'll be too busy. And I don't be doing nothing. But that's what I tell myself because I don't want to be bothered. I'm the only one? Okay. I just don't want to be bothered. And I use the excuse, you know, I, you know, you know, I got, you know, hey, this and that. But God's given me enough time to stop and, and shake somebody's hand and just, how you doing? How's things going? You ever stop and talk to people like that and they just like took up a good part of your time? They need it somebody to talk to. How many people we stop from going to suicide just by being kind, saying a nice word, giving a word of encouragement? God just don't want your money. He wants you. Thank God that you can give money, but the whole purpose is that once you can give money, you can give you. Amen. Amen. Some people just are professional givers. That's all they do is just give, just give. Just give. God, God wants you. Not you, what you have. He, he wants you. Right. Amen, somebody. Yeah. Now, don't nobody stop giving. Right. Okay? Because <laughs> they'll say, I preach that. They say, the preacher said, don't give. He just wants me. No, I'm not saying that. God wants all of us, and we have to just demonstrate that to a lost and dying world. The world is lost. The world is crazy. Amen. Amen. Okay. And so, do not forget to share with others. I got enough to share. I don't have a lot, but I got enough to share. Yeah. Amen. I, didn't ha I don't have to have a million dollars to help somebody. And I used to think that. I used to think I got to have a lot to help somebody. And I, I'm 67, and I really don't have a lot. <laughs> So I came to the conclusion that what I got, I can share with somebody else. 
Amen, somebody. Amen. You know, we were at uh, Hartside Park on the 4th of July. It was just God just put an idea in somebody else's mind to go down to Hartside Park. That required for us to put money together and, you know, and I told you the people I deal with and everybody's crying the blues, but we somehow came up with enough money. Come on, say amen, somebody. And we went down there, just popped up, set up food, and, and it was such a blessing. And it, it only cost a few dollars, but people talked to me. Why? Because I was giving them something. Sometimes people ain't going to talk to you. you got to give them something. And if you go down in the Hartside District, you better have something to give away. <laughs> you can roll up in there if you want to. Talk about the Lord is good. Amen. They already know that, I think. <laughs> but people want to see what you care. They want, they, they want to see it. And... I think 250 people showed up. We didn't put no flyers out. We didn't go downtown and say, hey, look, we're going to be at the park. Come by and get a hot dog or something. We just showed up and started cooking. And we had a line so long, I couldn't believe it was for us. Anybody ever got surprised that you like, all this for, you know, because we took time out? Some of the people come to our church. 35 of them got saved. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine it was the 4th of July and we decided that this is family time? I wish I had a witness. <laughs> and we ain't doing nothing. We'll go some other time. And just so happened, God's kitchen was closed. Decochet was closed. They wouldn't feed nobody. We just happened to show up and we met a need. Why? Because we had a generous spirit. And because of that, God gave something back to us. And it was just the attitude of helping people. He didn't give us nothing physical. He didn't give us like a nothing material. But his love just, you know, I, I, I can't forget how I felt when we was packing up. It was like, man, God is awesome. And you just look back over the crew and you know you did something to make a difference. God put us here to make a difference, men. He put us here to make a difference. And so we, we, we need to start getting about the business of the kingdom. And, and, and we can't just do it because I'm on the west side. That is the southeast side. So I could just stay in my little corner and did the same thing. Amen, somebody. Every now and again, we got to step out by faith and do something different. I mean, keep doing what you're doing. But every now and again, step out by faith and see what God will do. Because we all in here have some kind of need. Amen. Okay, a couple more. Somebody say, hurry up. <laughs> now, this is... Uh, Freely you have received, freely give. So God gave his love to me freely. He didn't charge me nothing. He just gave it to me. And you know what blows my mind about this? Is he did it before I got saved. The Bible says before the foundation of the world, God had already had the script written. And sometimes I think, that I came from drug addiction, alcoholism, and all that stupid stuff. And, and when I think about where I was at, 
and how God knew where I was going to be at. And then he came with his grace and mercy and just poured it out on me and helped me to get to where I am now. And I'm, I'm one of the ones that while I was yet in my sins, I was quickened with Christ. I wasn't quickened when I got, you know, saved. It was when I was a filthy rag. Come on, somebody. You know, when everybody thought I wouldn't be nothing. Glory to God. You know how some people you know that you think, oh, they ain't going to make it. But you didn't write the script. They didn't write it. <laughs> because if, they, if, 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 if my family or the people I rolled with would have wrote my script, I'd have been dead in the grave, forgotten about, never amounted to anything. But God wrote the script for me. He said, yet while you were yet in your, I quickened you with Christ. That means that when I was a mess, he still walked with me. Come on, somebody. And so how dare I get saved for a little while and then think that I'm all of that. Amen. Amen. How, how dare we think that we are more than what we are. The Bible says sometimes men think more of themselves than they are. Nobody ever done that besides me? <laughs> Amen. And so uh, let's, 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 let's be a blessing so that when we stand before the king, we'll hear something like, well done. I don't know about you, I'm, I'm striving my walk every day, how I treat my wife, how I treat my kids, how I, how I treat people that God has placed in me. I'm, I'm, you know, and I'm by far way from perfect. Just ask my wife, she'll tell you, no, he ain't, no, he ain't there. <laughs> no, he got some work to do. Amen, somebody. But God knows my heart. That's what he looks at. He don't look at my intellect. He looks at my heart. He said, that boy want to do right. He, he just ain't got it figured out all the way yet, but he want to do right. I want it written on my heart that here's a man that want to do right. And so I, I practice, you know, relationships. I train my eyes. Glory to God. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm a man. I don't just look at stuff that I ought not to look at. Come on, somebody. And you have to train yourself for that. That just don't come. <laughs> I had to train myself to love my wife like Christ loved the church. I have, I'm still in training. I ain't got it yet, no, so I don't want nobody to think that I got it. But I'm still in training. This is an ever-learning lesson that we don't learn. We are in the process of ever-learning. And so we got to explore to learn. You can't learn without exploring. You have to be a risk taker every now and again. You just have to try and see if you are what God says you are. And God says we are a blessing. He said for us to be friends, to encourage one another, to build one another up. That try it sometime and see what God will give back to you. Because if you give, he said he'll give back. I'm just taking it to everything. I know he talks about money here, but I'm just taking it to everything. That's right. Try God and see if he's not who he say he is. And I guarantee you every time you come up, he'll be who he say he is Amen. because he cannot lie. And so as men, 
after God's heart. We have to be, have a, a, a spirit of generosity. We ought to be looking for things to do, people to bless, people to encourage, people to love. We ought to be looking for that. You know, we hunt deer, right? The deer hunters ain't here. <laughs> and you know, you have to be, you have to, you have to, you know, you have to know how to do that. You have to get in a blind and hide and watch and see what the movement is. It's the same way in life. You got, you got to explore the movement of God so that when the time comes, you'll know how to be effective in your call. Some of us been around too long and not doing nothing. I know it's not in this room. I'm talking about that church down the street. It's not here. <laughs> because I know all the men in here do something. Amen. They encourage that here. Put your hand on something. Get by the door. Greet. Go in the parking lot. Come on, somebody. Do something. Stop just being a church goer. Let's be church doers. Let's do what the Bible says so that we can demonstrate to the world that God is real and we're not just serving this mythical God, but we have a tangible relationship with God simply because what he's done in us. And people are looking to see that. People are looking to see that. One more. I think I got. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Amen. Can we have fun in the kingdom? Amen. Now. God will come to those who are generous and lend freely, who conduct their affairs with justice. And then it goes on to say, he supplies seed to the sower. If you're just getting by and always looking for a handout, are you doing what God says you should do? And I'm not saying that whatever your reason or situation is, is because of that. But the Bible says that God will supply seed to the sower. If you're a giver, God will make sure that you're able to keep giving. If you're loving people, God will keep pouring more love out on you. The spirit that lives in you and I is able to do abundant, exceeding, above that which we could ask or Amen.